My hope is to help leaders innovate by design. If you read any of the business literature or design literature or um, listen to talks on leadership, innovation, design, you cannot escape the word empathy. It's kind of having a moment these days. Uh, and I think it, a, lot of, a lot of that has to do with the fine work that Tom Kelly and um, Tim Brown have done over at IDEO in raising our level of awareness around the importance of empathy, what it's for, how to use it, and that sort of thing. Um, but have you ever thought that maybe empathy actually might be the thing holding you back, even though you might be reaching for it and tapping into it? So let me give you two things, two aspects of empathy that I think are worth considering. And we'll follow up with a ingredient that I would say is necessary in order to really take advantage of what empathy has to offer. So first, let's jump in at these two ideas that actually come from uh, the researchers over at Greater Good, over at Berkeley. They've, they've uh, kind of given us this language for understanding empathy in two different ways. First, the cognitive empathy. And that's just simply our ability to recognize the emotions or the thought patterns that we can observe in somebody else. So uh, you, uh, you observe someone uh, experiencing a pain or a joy, and you can you see that, recognize it, and catalog it. Um, cognitive empathy. Um, it's probably, for the most part, their most general understanding of empathy and often how we use it in design. Although I think um, it's kind of ballooned and grown into uh, different definitions that actually I don't think are that all that helpful. Uh, so, for example, you, you've probably heard empathy applied to pretty much everything. If you want to solve a problem, apply empathy. If you want, uh, you know, increase revenue, apply em uh, empathy. If you want to be a better leader, apply empathy. If you want to, you know, make the world a better place, apply empathy. Um, the word uh, it gets used so much that sometimes we we lose track of actually what it's what it means. And I think there are better ways, and we can. There, there are better words that we can use to activate us. First bit is cognitive empathy, the ability to see, catalog, and understand someone else's emotions or thought patterns. The second type of empathy that greater good calls out is effective empathy. This is where scientists suggest that mirror neurons in our brain actually sense an emotion that, that we observe and echo that emotion back into our brain, allowing us to feel the same thing that someone else is feeling. So effective empathy is, allows us really to internalize uh, and em have that same kind of emotional or visceral reaction that we're observing in someone else. So out of these two types of empathy, cognitive empathy might be holding you back in different ways than effective empathy might. So let me unpack that a little bit for you. Cognitive empathy, the act of quantifying that observation, often creates an emotional distance between you and the one you're observing. Almost has this backfiring effect on what we're trying to actually do. The greater good actually calls this uh, the too cold to care uh, effect. And that's really when we become so detached from our observation that we're, we uh, don't actually care enough to do anything about it. So... Cognitive empathy might be holding you back in that regard. And effective empathy holds, holds people back in other ways, and often because the 
sensations are so great that it paralyzes those that uh, have a great deal of effective empathy for something or, or for someone that they're observing. But here's the deal. Empathy isn't about imagining how you feel in someone else's shoes. It's actually imagining how they feel in their shoes. And that's the key to really unlock empathy is understand what it's used for. Where does it fit in our, in our process of moving forward? Empathy is a critical ingredient for gaining a new perspective, but it is not enough to move you forward to better design, better innovation, better leadership. So regardless of whether you're able to really capitalize on cognitive or effective empathy, neither one of them are going to push you forward unless you're able to take the next step, and that is to reach towards compassion. So this idea or this um, ability to act in someone else's best interest, to see what they're seeing, to have a firm understanding of their perspective, and then, and then from from your position as a designer, innovator, leader, act in their best interest. Act in a way that supports that experience that, that you're able to observe. So empathy informs compassion, and then compassion activates empathy. So I think it's important to keep those, keep, keep those ideas separate and understand when to reach for stronger empathy and when to really activate that w- through compassion. Um, and I think a lot in, in a lot of the conversation nowadays, we're conflating the two ideas between empathy and compassion, and they are distinct. And we need to be mindful about when to use a particular skill or action so that we know when we are lacking empathy, we're lacking that clarity, that visibility into understanding someone else. And then having a, once we're able to see clearly into that world, then we're able to exercise it through compassion. I hope that's been helpful. Hey, again, my name is Kevin Rhodes. You can find me online anywhere, but uh, look me up on Twitter at Kevin Rhodes. And then uh, you can find me at um, my home on the web at KevinRhodes.com. Hey, if you found this helpful, hit the subscribe button and share this with somebody. And uh, I hope that uh, you are able to use empathy and in new ways to gain clarity and decide from that new understanding how to move forward in the interest of those that you're trying to serve. Until next time. Hey, thanks. Thanks for swinging by.